This is Healing Justice, a podcast bridging conversations at the intersections of collective healing and social change. I'm your host, Kate Warning, and this week we are sharing with you a practice led by Nava Smolash and Serena Lucas Bandar, who are two of the writers that are featured in Turn This World Inside Out, The Emergence of Nurturance Culture, which is a new book out from AK Press as of June 2019. You can listen to the episode before this one to hear some framing that will really help you ground in conceptual basis for this practice. It's actually not necessary. You can totally just do this practice without listening, but it'll help you go a little deeper and understand the why of what they're offering if you listen to that prior conversation. We talk about gaslighting and attachment styles and healthy accountability, and the alternative to cancel culture or throwing people away, how we do real rigorous accountability and heal ourselves and our communities, and also don't give up on people. So it was really incredible to have that conversation with Nava and Serena, and we're glad to have shared it with you in the previous episode. In this practice, you are going to need just a piece of paper, something to write with, and a little bit of a reflective space. So Nava's gonna lead us through a little bit of an embodiment, body-mind centering exercise to start. So make sure you're somewhere where you feel safe enough to pay some internal attention, right? So sometimes for me, that means not listening to this on the subway, but sometimes it does mean listening to it on the subway. So you can make your own choice. And then For part two, when Serena speaks with us, we're going to need that paper and uh, something to write with. So make sure you have some space where you can be drawing and writing. So you can hear more about Navis Molash and Serena Lucas Bandar on the previous episode, and also check out more of their work in the book we're currently reading for Healing Justice Book Club, Turn This World Inside Out, The Emergence of Nurturance Culture. Let's dive in and let Nava kick us off. Thanks for that introduction, Kate. What we're going to be doing here is um, a little practice that's something that we've each used and found helpful for getting down under nervous system noise and the chaos that sometimes can be in people's bodies, especially folks who've experienced a lot of violence, large and small, and experience it in an ongoing way. We can have static in our nervous system that is hard to tune into. Like there's this whole thing, you know, feel what your body's feeling. Sometimes when folks who have lived through a lot of trauma try to, and are living through a lot of trauma, try to feel what their body's feeling, it's painful and scary. And there's a reason we move away and disconnect. Um, It's to cope. So there's a part of the self that is below the nervous system And I'm wanting to speak to you from that place. And that part of the self isn't in the body exactly, but it is us. It exists before we're born and it will continue to exist after this body is no longer. And that part of the self is always calm. It's not got a nervous system. (laughs) It's always calm, but it's very quiet. It It doesn't insist. And so sometimes the nervous system can be much louder. And to heal and to reconnect, it can help to drop down below into that part of us that is always okay and always has been okay and always will be okay because it's indestructible. And so 
I'm going to walk folks through something that I just use personally that helps me. And I think of it like the world right now is very, very scary and dangerous in a lot of ways it always has been. And I think of that as it's ongoing. So we have to be able to move into it and through it to be able to resist it um, together. And so I think of the fear or I can't do this or I'm alone or, you know, this is too scary as the noise at the top, the, the chaos, like the water at the top has lots of movement. There's, I'm, you can't see my hand, but I'm holding it up high and rippling it. There's a lot of movement at the surface of water. There's like splashing and chaos and waves. But underneath, imagine dropping down, 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 deep down below. There is stillness that's always available. And it's not the stillness of death. It's the stillness of life. It's dynamic stillness. It's a kind of stillness in which we can act. And so I want you to, for this activity, just find, if you like, like a comfortable place where you feel you won't be interrupted and find something that is very relaxing and comforting. I'm holding on to a piece of beeswax that I'm war- working with my hand. Um, you can wrap yourself in something that feels really comfortable, a blanket or a cloth that makes you feel safe and at home and think of creating a container for your body. And think of your body as a container for you. And then connect down below into this quiet part of you that's always there and that can guide you and that knows why you're on this earth and what you're called to do and who you're called to do it with. And just take a deep breath with me. And to the extent you feel comfortable, connect down into that part of you. You can think of it as in your hips or in the center of your body, where you connected when you first came into existence. When you first came into this body, you would have been connecting at the root of your body into the the wall of the, the uterine wall of the body that was holding you or into also spirit that was holding you. And... You have everything you need there. You have everything you need there. You've always had everything you need. You are held and you belong and you are one of the whole and all of us are part of this whole. And that has always been the case and has always been the case. So you just kind of drop yourself down into your hips and into the core of your body and settle in there and get down as low as you can inside yourself and get comfortable in there and know that the inside of your body is a place. And no matter what is happening, no matter where you are taken or put, no matter what is happening to your body, inside you is always home, is always a place where you can be beautiful and comfortable. And if it's uncomfortable to come in, because when we leave our bodies for a long time, coming back can hurt, because when you've numbed something, the initial sensations can be uncomfortable. To the extent that you're able or feel good about it, don't push, but to the extent that feels right, just stay with the feelings because the longer you stay in it, the more it becomes beautiful. And just keep that feeling, listening to that quiet, quiet part of you that knows exactly why you're here and who you are and who you're in relationship with. And maybe that part of you will guide you when you're doing the writing. Thanks, Nava. That was a lovely exercise. Um, and I, I really appreciated going through it with you. 
Uh, again, I'm Serena. Uh, I'm just gonna walk us through a writing exercise now. Um, so I would invite you to grab a, a piece of paper, a pen or a pencil, and again, find yourself somewhere that's comfortable and where you're not likely to be disturbed. This writing exercise is called Right Brain, Left Brain. And I learned it from a book called Don't Forget to Write, which is uh, by 826 National, which is a chain of writing workshops for youth that are based in stores across the United States. Uh, I would encourage you to look it up. It's a really cool space and organization. And again, this exercise is called right brain, left brain. So in this exercise, we are going to engage both halves of our brain. Unexpected thoughts may arise, but we're just gonna move with the flow of the writing and not think too closely about any of our answers. So in the exercise, we'll be writing a question that I will give you with our dominant hand. So the hand that we normally write with, and we're gonna answer the question with our non-dominant hand, so the hand that we don't normally write with. Our brains aren't used to this, and it might feel a bit weird. I think we should try to aim to not answer the questions with a simple yes or no, but at the same time, if a single word can represent an answer for your question, that's totally okay. We're not striving for a perfect answer, we're just striving to put something down on the page. If you're ambidextrous, that's awesome. Please just pick one hand to be dominant. So I'm going to read off four questions as prompts. After each question, I invite you to pause the podcast, write down your answer, and then resume the podcast so that you can have as much time or as little time as you need to write the answer. So again, after I read this first question, feel free to pause the podcast. So the first question is, what brings me here today? Again, the first question is, what brings me here today? Again, I invite you to pause the podcast at this point, write down your answer, and then resume when you're ready. The second question is, what did I dream about last night? Again, the second question is, what did I dream about last night? The third question is, what brings me joy? Again, the third question is, what brings me joy? The final question is, what are the words I do not have? Again, the final question is, what are the words I do not have?
Thanks for engaging on this exercise with me. I encourage you to take this exercise into your own lives and come up with your own prompts. This exercise can bring up some strange things. Our brains are strange and wonderful creatures. And, you know, sometimes they can surprise us. Sometimes they can startle us. I would encourage you not to dwell too closely on any of the questions you wrote down, but instead to meditate on how it felt to engage both halves of your brain in this way and to write with both hands. Thank you. Thank you all for trying that on with us. I found it super interesting to try and would love to hear how that practice was for you. Let us know on social media, on Instagram at Healing Justice, on Twitter at HJ Podcast, and on Facebook, Healing Justice Podcast. We'll be having further conversation with Nava, Serena, and other contributors to this new book, Turn This World Inside Out, The Emergence of Nurturance Culture, all throughout the next couple months as we feature it on Healing Justice Podcast Book Club. And so make sure to find us on social media and also consider joining Book Club. You can check out the details on our Patreon at patreon.com slash healingjustice. And that's a way also to be in reciprocity and appreciation and support by helping sustain the show. If you'd like to show support in another way other than economic, please share this resource, share it on social media, give us a positive rating and review in whatever podcast app you're listening. And we really, really appreciate that love too. We love making this for you every week and all of those ways help it be more sustainable for us. You can join our email list at healingjustice.org to stay in touch and not miss any of the major resources we share. We send about two to three emails a month. Thank you to Sharina Ong for editing this episode and Zach Meyer at The Cold Room for mixing and mastering. Thank you for being with us and for your commitment to building movements that liberate all of us. And thanks for taking a little time for your own healing and presencing today. We'll hear you next week.